This the difference, episode two. Sean G and Cole. I'm Sean. I'm Cole. And today, as always, we start by talking shit about LeVar Ball and his five hundred dollar shoes. Sean thinks just because someone makes a shoe and says it's five hundred dollars, it becomes a collector's item. <laughs> no. I do not. <laughs> That's not how it works. Wow. My my actual thought is if you're if you're an athlete and you create a shoe and you create a thousand dollar pair of those shoes that are signed and in a glass case and you do anything really well in the game that becomes a collector's item. I think when Jordan first put the shoes out, when he put his Jordan ones out and people bought them, they bought them just because it was Michael Jordan. You didn't know what he was going to do. Now that he's Michael Jordan, anybody who has the yellow sole um, original Air Jordan ones is fucking rich. And that's because it's a collector's item. You didn't know what it was going to do before that. Yeah, but it didn't become a collector's item until decades after it came out. That's fine. That's fine. The guy, all he's saying is, here's a glass box. Here's the shoe signed. Pay $1,000 now. See what happens later. Maybe he becomes something. Maybe he doesn't. But if he becomes something, it is a collector's item. I mean, you, you can literally name, like, Michael Jordan's shoe. It's not like the first LeBrons are collector's items or the first they, Kobe's are They collector's. will be. They will be. They will be. You can't go try to go on eBay and try to find the first edition LeBrons anywhere. You won't find them. No one has them. You can't go to a store. You can't get them. And as soon as it's all said and done for LeBron, those are collector's items. They become that. I just... I mean, sorry, man. I just don't, I don't think that market's there. All right. They become collector's items because there's a market for them. Right? If nobody wants... If nobody's going to pay $100 for the Jordans, original ones, just hear me out. Then they're not a collector's item, but someone's gonna pay ten grand for them or fifty grand, whatever the number. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it becomes a collector's item. And so, it's supply and demand, right? And there's just no demand for these ZO2s. It's it's never it's this has never been done before. We continue to have the same conversation. He's not even on a team yet. I know. He's not on. He might not be on the Lakers. He may not be on the Lakers, but whatever team he's on, if he's on that team and he shows up, people are going to buy those shoes. It's as simple as that. So, yeah, we're all, we're all bugging out and buzzing about shoes that the kid don't even got a team yet. I mean, he's got to be a top ten player in the league for people to buy his shoes. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. I don't, I don't get why he don't. No, he doesn't. You don't think anybody's buying Clay Thompson's fucking whatever shoes he's buying? He don't even have Nike, he actually, Adidas. It's a Chinese company. Right. You, you don't think nobody's buying those shoes? Not in the United States. I, I think so few people are buying that shit. The reason why I signed with a Chinese company is because you sell shoes in China. NBA is huge in China. Right. right. I, and, and the Lakers are, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a large uh, Asian population in L.A. When, within Wait, there's Jer- Asians in L.A.? Yeah. <laughs> so... If he goes to LA, he becomes the guy over there. He's gonna sell. Who you think? Who you think's buying all the Steph Curry shit? Forty-five-year-old white dudes, <laughs> so they can mow their lawn. Him. Right. <laughs> Fuck it. He's making the dough, though. Yes. I, 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 at the end of the day, it's like this, and everybody may not look at it the same way. I appreciate a guy who says, 
I don't want to. I don't want Nike to determine the number for me. I don't want them to put a price on it and tell me what my kid is gonna be. Give it a shot. What do you have to lose? You have, the, you have nothing to lose. First of all, you have the what? What you have to lose? You have the money that Nike is gonna pay you. Okay. I mean, that's that's the thing to lose, right? Right. But you have absolutely no ownership over your own name. Yeah, but you, put your, but, but you put your name in the hands of the best shoe company in the world. Yeah. So, like, you're not... LeVar Ball is not Nike. No. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't know how to make shoes like Nike. He doesn't know how to produce shoes. He doesn't have a marketing budget like Nike. Right. He doesn't know how to do all those things. And Nike gives you money and then does all the rest of it. Okay. Let's... All right. Let's look at it like and, this. And so what you can do is you can really piss them off that they... If, you know... Literally, if you, they come back, you come back to them, and they're like, "Nah, you cut business off, right?" If let's say he's a fine player, but not a not a all star, like a good player, but not an all star, right? That's a lot of money he wasted, right? Because that means the shoe's not going to sell crazy. Um, that means Nike's not going to care about Nike. What they do is they invest early in players, so you get that first check. It's not huge, but they don't know if you're going to be great. They don't know if people are going to buy your product. And so that initial investment's lower, and then if you grow, they pay you more. Right. Um, so why not have someone else foot the bill for that? But for as many people that are wearing Nikes, you know there's only like four, or five signature Nike shoes. I, you know, you know that you know that only LeBron. This is one of those things I tell you all the time. I'm saying that. But I'm saying, but I'm, but what I'm trying to say to you is that you know that out of all the players that may sign with Nike, you know there's only four or five signature shoes. Paul George just got his first signature. Kyrie, Kobe, who doesn't even play no more but still has got shoes, KD, and LeBron. And, and those are the signature shoes at, with Nike, right? So if you're, if, you're, if you're Lonzo Ball, you have your own shoe. You're making your own money. You're not partnered with nobody. If the guy plays in L.A., say he does halfway decent and he begins. We're in a new age where Internet and all this stuff play a factor into it. Sure. Nike's gonna come back to the table. I liken it. To, I liken it to. It's not the exact same thing, but I liken it to Dave Chappelle saying "fuck Comedy Central." Yeah, you can say that he went on a plane and he went crazy and whatever, and you can say all of that shit if you want to. But realistically, what happened is he didn't want he didn't want Comedy Central to control his brand. Now, speed up to 2017. He still got the sixty million dollar check, and he's doing it his way. So. Maybe you don't get the ten. You know, you don't get the ten million out the door, out the gate. I'm just, I'm just saying. You can okay. Again, you're comparing Lonzo Ball to like. I mean, Chappelle was Durant on TV at that time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so, I don't like that comparison at all. That, no, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mean in terms. I know of what you're saying like status. Some, I mean in terms of being able to control your own brand. I think you're in a different space now where. You have more control over who likes what and how they do what they do. Right now, Lonzo Ball has a small sector of people that like him as a ball player. Once he puts a jersey on for a specific team, that number is going up. Now, granted, maybe they don't pay $500 for a shoe. I believe that people will pay $500 for a shoe because they're doing it resell. They're doing it online now. Kids are getting money from their parents and buying the Jordans that they couldn't buy or buying the shoes that they couldn't buy for 500 bucks. It's simple as that. Only a handful of people can get out on Saturday morning and buy the Jordans when they drop. A handful. Right? And then everybody else probably buys it on Sunday and Monday from eBay or online. 
for 500 bucks. So why, if you're already going to pay $500 for a shoe, would you not pay for the Alonzo Ball shoe? A, and, and, and B, just to say this, when everybody took his statements out of context where it was like, don't buy the shoe if you ain't a big baller, and everybody jumped on him for it. What I took from that was, if you need to pay rent, you probably shouldn't be buying the ZO2s or the Jordans that just dropped or the fucking LeBrons or the phone posits. But if you've got money like that and it's nothing for you to go to go buy that, then go put put the money down on Alonzo Ball. Yeah, his, his statement like that, I'm fine with that, you know what I'm saying? Someone's like, here, I got a luxury product. If you can't afford it, don't buy it. Like, I have no problem with that statement. It's actually, it's, it's, it's great for a brand. It makes a brand more exclusive, which is fantastic. Right. That's what brands and popularity need. Um, but the reason why someone pays $500 for Jordan that they could just bought for $150 at the store, but there was only 10 of them there. Again, it's supply and demand, and it's Jordan. It's a known quantity. It's no product. There's already a secondary market for that shoe the day after. Yeah. There's no secondary market for this shoe. Not yet. We're at the beginning. No one's losing yet. And like, it's not even, you're not even losing. Yes. He's lost already. He's lost, whatever, $10 million already. <laughs> he, can, he can recoup that. Right. But that money's lost. It, it, he hasn't, like, the, the kid hasn't put a jersey on yet. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that money. Let's, let's, let's get to. That you could have that money in your bank account. He doesn't have that money. In his yeah, bank and account. then you don't. But you only. But someone's using your name, and you're only getting a fraction of that. You're getting. You're getting a ten million dollar check while they're making a ton of money off of you as a player. The same way they do in college basketball. The same way they took UCLA. Nobody wanted to go to UCLA. Nobody was trying to ball at UCLA. The guy went there, and now people want to go play there again. And people were watching the games, and they were filling up the seats, and those players weren't getting any money. They were getting zero dollars. I agree with you on this, that the NCAA is a horribly corrupt institution. But I, I, it's one of those weird things, man. I don't know how you fix that. I do. <laughs> Pay the fucking athlete. But then... Or you do what... I was just reading an article where they said they, they got, what is it, the G League now? Well, yeah, what, well I, I get that. I mean, it's, it's the NBA's one-and-done rule fault that people can't... I don't like that. I think... People should be able to join the league anytime they want. And teams should be smart enough to take guys or pass guys, right? The reason why they made the one-done rule is because teams were stupid. Right. And you drafted Kwame Brown number one. <laughs> right. Um, it's not the player's fault. It's not the kid's fault. Nope. You know, these kids want to go play in the NBA. Um, so that rule part is dumb. Okay? But as part of a... is a university, right? These sports programs fund lots of stuff, right? There's lots of sports going on there. And maybe it doesn't make sense for the football team to fund the fencing team. But that's part of the community and the organization, right? That's part Mm -hmm. of the college itself. Mm -hmm. And so, while definitely players should get something. Don't get me wrong. Um, The numbers do balance out really weird when you have the women's swimming team who literally generate zero revenue and cost a lot of money because you have to have a pool. You know, so there's a lot of teams that cost a lot of money and make zero dollars. Right. And so it's hard to, you know, if you were just going to, if the team made money, that's the only way they could play. There'd be very few teams. But I mean, so you're a numbers guy. I think there's a way that you can break that down where if your school or your university's football team is generating the most, the most revenue and the most money, then the football players make a certain, 
salary. And then if the basketball is two, then they make a certain salary. And then whatever is left kind of gets divvied up in a smaller quantity to lacrosse and soccer and whatever, you know, however it breaks down from there. And so I think that the giant, most largest portion of those school budgets already go to the big football teams. They just don't go to the players. They go to facilities. They go to stadiums. Yeah. They go to coaches. You know, and so they go to weight room, you know, and so the big percentage of that thing already goes to those places. Right. And so. But it goes to facilities. I've, I've watched, I don't, I don't know the exact figures or whatnot, but I watched um, something on ESPN or actually no, it was like real sports or something. And they were talking about how like there was like a state of the art million dollar facility at like the University of Houston or some Taylor. shit like that. Uh, oh yeah, it was one of those. It's got like mini golf in it. Yeah, yeah, and it's like these kids never they never go without having something to eat. They can get whatever they want in here, and it's like high end. But all these kids are broke and they don't got any money. Um, and it's just, I it, it not to go back to the Levar Ball thing, but it makes me understand it more when you when you see the stories of of um. The sneaker companies and the school saying that you can't sell the shoes that you get when you're an AAU player or a five-star player. You get a ton of shoes to wear. You, you Under Armour, Nike, and Adidas wants you to market their shoes when you're playing in these five-star tournaments. So they send you all of the LeBrons and the Kobe's and whatever. But you have a house full of shoes, but you don't have any money. Your lights aren't on. You don't have no food for your people. So, And then if you sell it, you can lose all your scholarships and everything you have. So it's a, it's a rigged system for these kids to, be, to come out wearing a certain shoe, being a certain person, and then you sign a deal for $10 million. Meanwhile, Nike is making $100 million off of you because they have the resources. So why would you not want a kid to say, we'll take the L up front, we'll make the numbers high, and then, but but Nike already has the machine to make that money, you know. But we're in a different we're in a different world. I understand. You still have to have a machine to turn that profit, right? We're in a different world. I think again, the buzz from these shoes, the buzz for LeBrons, the buzz for Kobe's, come online. It comes with the youth. It comes with the kids saying this is the cool shoe and this is what happened. So in, to have a 19 year old basketball player who represents the new school of kids that are watching the sport to say I have my own shoe. I think that's the world we live in. And these companies come back. These companies are finding hip-hop artists now to partner with to sell their brand. You wouldn't, you wouldn't need a Kanye West on Adidas. if a, like it's, it's made Adidas go not neck and neck, but very close to what Nike is doing. They, they've rebranded themselves off of using hip-hop artists and influencers over just athletes. I mean, I, I get that, you know. And, and we got... You know, Kanye is a huge fashion guy, right? So that makes sense. Jerry has a story about how uh, Beats by Dre got created. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, Iveen, they were, like, on the beach or some shit walking, and he was like, you know, you should do headphones or something. So like Dre that. came up to him and was like, hey, listen, I got to start, you know, I got to make a shoe. Everyone's making a shoe. And he was like, don't make a fucking shoe. Make headphones. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's just, that story's always unique to me because no one needs another shoe. You know, if you go make your own product, that's really fantastic. That's great. And so it's just a unique kind of story involved there. And Kanye loves fashion. He wants to be a fashion designer. And so he partners up with somebody who has the resources, like Nike, or Adidas, I'm sorry, to let him do the parts that he can do really well. And then he lets them do what they do very well. Right. 
And so, you know. But I think that's what, I think that's what, and I, I could be wrong, but I think that's what LeVar Ball was trying to say. In the interview that we were talking about off air, what he was saying was that he went to Nike to speak with a CEO or someone and they were bringing ad people and guys like that in there. And he was like, I don't want to speak with you because I don't want to sign with you. I want to partner with you. I don't understand what was the problem with partnering with Nike. If, if you have the big machine, you sat in the meeting because you want to work with the kid. Adidas, Nike, Under Armour all went and met with this kid. So you, sure. want, you want his services. You understand his brand has value. But you don't want to partner with him. So you don't want to give him any flexibility or any sort of say in price point or anything. Nike just controls all of that. And that and to me that's those are the issues. Is there there's no control given to LeBron. I think if LeBron had it, it a, a different now he's making a huge ton of money now with Nike. Especially LeBron has control over his brand. But his first sneaker didn't have all of that. That's, branding. Because, that's because he's not the shoe guy. Nike's the shoe guy. Okay. That's what I'm his, shoes, his shoes now resemble more of what probably he wants it to look like with his logos and all of his branding. But his first one was just a Nike Zoom generation. It was just a Nike with the check and that was it. He didn't have like a LeBron shoe. They all start with that. Yeah. So this kid just said, look, I want to come in with my own signature shoe and I want it to be at this price point. If it, if it fails, it fails. But I just feel like in... Yeah, but if it fails, it's Nike's problem. It's not the kids' problem. So that's why Nike takes control early in the process. Okay, I, I, I understand why. I understand why it makes sense for Nike to take control, but I just don't understand the argument against Levar Ball saying, "Fuck it, I want to do my own thing, and I want to set my own price point, and I want it to be like this." And it's on him. He's rolling the dice, whether he has investors somewhere or not. They're rolling the dice on well, LA. I think, investor, like, I think really his whole thing is he's taking pre-orders. The shoes aren't coming for what? Right. Four months, and you're, four yeah. Months. And, you're, and so the pre-orders are going to pay for the first line of shoes. You know. So it's like he's kickstarting this shoe company. I'm, I'm which all is, for it. If I had 500 now, I probably wouldn't buy them. But I, I would love to support. Maybe I get some flip-flops. Maybe I'll buy the $200 flip-flops just to support it. Because I, I don't like the shoes. I think they're ugly as shit. But... I commend the I commend the um, I don't want to use the, the word I don't want to use the word that you, I, I just I just like that he's taking it into his own hands I like that he's trying to change change the game a bit and whether I don't want to say stay in your life because that sounds that's yeah. his saying you know it's just, I, I know but I don't I don't want to say it I want to say like there's people that are good at things right and you, and if you're a successful person you bring all those people that are good things around you right right you don't. I'm not a shoe guy, you know, so if I, you know, I bring in shoe people, you know. But how we don't, I mean, like, when it's I... It's the delegation of things. Like, I don't know how to build websites, and, and I want a website. So I you know you can build a website, so I bring you in to build the website. You know, it's, it's just that. It's that process that I think... I don't think he's making the shoes. I think they, he said that he gave... Um, what's his? What's the kid's name again? Um, Lonzo, you know, rain. No, he gave Lonzo the the free reign to to design the shoe. And the guy in like the interview I was watching was like, it kind of looks like an Adidas boost slash Kobe Bryant. And he was like, that's the shit that influenced me. So I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. And I think that people, we live in a time now where I think a lot of people like to support 
someone doing it on their own. I think that's the world that we're in. If you're if you're trying to make it on your own, if you're trying to build your own thing, people get behind you on it. I think I think a lot of people's problem is the way is the confidence that LeVar Ball shows, the arrogance. He's an asshole, and I think that people don't like that. And I think that if it was a different guy with a different son and, and, and doing the same thing, people would find ways of commending him and saying, well, that's an ingenious idea, blah, 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 blah. But because it's this guy and it's the way he's doing it, people find a problem with it. It's the funniest thing. You're probably right, right? He can be a dick. But I really enjoy his dickishness. I find that really refreshing in people. I think it's hilarious. Me too. But uh, you keep saying, oh, if it was someone else calmer, more you know, polite, blah, 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 all these things. If that was true, then it wouldn't even be a thing because that person doesn't not going to do it like he does. You know? and that's, that's true. We're not talking about You're right. It. You're right. That shoe just floats into Bolivian. You're right. You're right. So it's got to be an over-the-top brash personality. Right. And, it's, and, and, and like, like Magic said, it's very Kardashian-esque. It's very. He knows what's. Way, he knows what's happening. Who doesn't want to be a Kardashian? Exactly. It, bring down money. L, if they, if if he, if he signs to LA, I think Magic sees the writing on the wall. I think all of that. They're not going to sign him as a smokescreen. I do too. I think that they're going to sign him. I think that they understand that this guy is funny. I think they're going to put a restriction on him. I don't think he's going to be at the Lakers organization telling anybody anything. I think he's going to have gotten what he needed out of. All of that banter and that bullshit, and he's gonna fall back, and they're gonna help him sell those shoes. I don't think that guy's going anywhere. I, I, but I, I don't think that he's gonna be as vociferous. Like, that's the I don't know that word. I don't even know what it means. But I think that he's gonna be, he's gonna fall back and allow his son to do what he has to do. The guy took three kids. He, he, he trained them in basketball. He got two of his kids into UCLA. He's got the third one already going there. I mean, what more can you ask of a dad to get your sons into college basketball? They're playing college basketball at a high level. He won. He did it. He, no matter how you did it, if, I had, if my first kid was a son, I would be LeVar Ball. I would be a savage on the basketball court with him. I'd be screaming at the coaches. I'd be screaming at the kids. That's the way I am. So I, I, I salute it. I hope he makes it. Um, sticking with NBA, how about them finals? Ooh. <laughs> They're just too good. There's too many people that can score lots of points really fast on that team. I, all right. I know you're still a Clay hater, but I'm Clay can drop like, what, it was 15 in the third quarter? Like, in like a three-minute stretch? Bam, bam, bam. I can't. I, I. I. don't. I just don't think Clay is strong. I. I cannot hate on his skills. I think that he's an incredible shooter. Um, I don't know what's going on with the Cavs, man. I don't. I don't know. I just don't. They just didn't look cohesive. They didn't look together in those games. I think because the Warriors are one really good defense, and two, man, you can't go two minutes without scoring against the Warriors because you're down 10, 15 points then. Because they can put up buckets. They might be. I know there's a big debate over are they better than the Bulls, whatever. In this era, they're better than the Bulls. Um, because they can just shoot the lights out of them, man. <laughs> they, they have three of the best five shooters in the NBA on that team. Right? I mean, uh, so what? If, if Clay Curry and Durant. Three of the best shooters in the NBA. You get you you give I, I still say let Clay let Clay and Draymond beat us. Sure. Give give 
give Curry, you give Curry, Curry put up 30. Durant put up both put up 30. So they, that's 60. That, and they score what? A buck 20? So that's half of the, the points that they scored. So where's the other half coming from? Clay scored, what, 22, 25? Right. Don't, I, I, put, I put LeBron on, on Clay and, sh- and, and close him out, shut him out. Then who guards Durant? Let Durant go off. Durant can't oh. score 100 points. Yes, he can. No, he can't. Yes, he can. <laughs> Stop that, man. Stop. Stop. Stop that. Stop that. Durant, I fuck with Durant heavy. I really do. Stop that, bro. Get let let those guys go off. He's scoring like what did he score? 32 points on 18 shots. That does so that means that LeBron isn't even stopping him. So why why you putting him on put Shumpert on? That's because if it wasn't LeBron, that dude would have scored 50 points. Put, you put, don't think that's true? Put Shumpert on him. Put somebody on him that just is just gonna irritate him, getting his head a little bit. LeBron, LeBron, Durant's let, really stuff, man. He looks like the best player on that court. He looks like he owns it. I see him dribbling up top of the court. I'm like, why is he taking the ball up? And he just decides, no, I'm going to score right now. Right. And he just goes and scores. Right. It's, it's dirty. I, I just don't want to see a sweep. I think I think Cavs get this game. This I have next financial game. interest in the sweep. So I, sweep. <laughs> I think Cavs get this next one though. I, I, don't, really, I don't think so. I think the Warriors are really like, fuck this. You, the Cavs, I mean, LeBron couldn't have played a better first half last game. He was 18, 10 assists, and like eight rebounds in the first half. Mm-hmm. You can't play a better first half than that. Right. And they're down three points. You're not, I mean, you're not stopping anybody else. Don't, I'm not letting Draymond score. I'm not letting Sean Livingston hit no fucking turnarounds. And I'm, not let, I'm not letting that shit happen. How you going to stop it? Got to. Got to figure out a way. Change the scheme up. Something. I mean, I think Draymond scored like ten points the whole series. So. Right, right. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I think they're too good. I, well, I know last year they won the two games by more than they won the first two games. It just feels like, like Cleveland played well. I thought. Yeah. Then. So what is what does Durant do next year? Does he stay in Golden State? Yes. He's not leaving. No. This is too much fun for him. All right, let's so let's talk a little bit free agency then. Let's let's go because we already kind of know what we're thinking for the finals. Yes. So, yes, we, so we also can we talk about this before he's gonna free agency? Why has there been three games in nine days? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like let's go every other day. I'm yeah, fine with that. They're fine with that. that. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I'm gonna stretch it out for like two weeks for right. a sweep. Get that money. Get that money. I don't know. I don't know why there's more money in that though. Yeah. I I heard that ratings are down slightly. From it, so doesn't surprise me. Yeah, <laughs> but people that enjoy basketball should watch this Warriors team because that's that's basketball, just such a high level. Yeah, I mean, I just I, you know, I'm, I'm you know how I feel about I, I I really don't like um, most of the guys on the Golden State Warriors. I'm I, I'm I fuck with Durant, and that's probably where it ends. I can't take Draymond. I'm not a huge Steph Curry fan. I respect all of their games. I'm not hating on their games. I feel like they're all great basketball players and they're doing some incredible stuff. But um, you know, I, I just can't I can't take too much of the you know the shaking and all that bullshit in the game. I just think that shit is trash. My personal opinion. Wow. Just a hater. Just a hater, a hater of them them as people, but you know, I definitely dig the basketball side of it. <laughs> Free agency. Let's 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 see. Who who's up? Let's go. Let's go down the line and see who's 
I don't think any big guys are up this year, are they? Uh, there's a couple. Chris Paul. Do we think Chris Paul is staying in L.A. or do we think um, San Antonio can? Chris Paul is definitely staying in L.A. Okay. He's got 60 million reasons to stay. Okay. So do they both, do they keep both him and Blake, him and Blake Griffin? They keep that whole unit together? I don't, they don't know make tra- They don't make changes? I don't know why you would. Okay. So let's see. I mean, Durant, Durant's up, but, you know, we're thinking he's going to stay. Obviously, Steph's going to stay. Do they, do, can, that, can those four guys stay? Do they have to pay do, anybody? Well, well, Durant's going to have to take – I guess he's going to have to take a little bit of a pay cut. Really? I, I think he's on the max, right? Uh, he's making 26 this year. So. Yeah, I think that's the transition max, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's going to have to take a little pay cut to, 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 to make it work, which if they got a dynasty going over there, they're – why yeah, not? keep hey, everybody I, there. You know me; I'd do it any time. But you know, some of these guys, you know, forty million dollars. Some. Well, I mean, it's it's something that everybody. Let's be honest. But he's getting he's probably getting a nice chunk from Nike, so he's getting a little chunk there. And you know, with, he's probably got his his hands in some investments. They probably that was the smart play of going to Golden State. Yeah, was, all that Silicon you know, Valley stuff. Yeah, so he's got he's probably got some investments, some nice investments going there. He's and, probably in that Kobe Muse cage right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about creepy cartoons for kids. I don't know what Kobe. Kobe's awesome. I don't give a fuck. I do what I want. Type shit. I always love Kobe. Yeah, Kobe's, Kobe's a man. Though. Kobe's yeah. a savage. He's a man. What about uh, Gordon Hayward? Where, what do we, do we think he's going to reunite with his uh? With his I, coach for some there? reason I don't. No. I don't know why. I don't really see where that would help. I personally, I think it would be a cool for the Boston fans because they want you know some great white hope Larry Bird type guy out there shooting the ball. But I don't see where Gordon Hayward comes in and puts them above Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't think he's that guy. I think he's a very good player, and I think it's in a spot. Yeah, I'd rather see. I'd rather almost see Blake go there. If if I, if I was gonna get some sort of a light skinned guy out there, I'd rather I'd rather see Blake. I'd rather see them get big up front and make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, I I I, I hate Boston. I do too. Just as a whole, like the city, the, pe- the people, the people are the worst. All the sports teams. Uh, yeah, I hate Boston. Yeah, the city closes at like midnight. You ever go party in Boston? Never. No, I I I have a fear that you know I won't make it out of Boston. Feel like it's, it's super racist, and I know there's a lot of black people there, and actually it's cool. But I, you know, yeah. When I, when I drive to the airport, I try to get right to the airport and get in and get get my ass back to New York and Chicago. Um, yeah, I just don't know about that team. I, I'm a believer in that Isaiah Thomas can't be your best guy because when shit matters, being five foot seven hurts you. I mean, I, I kind of see the argument, but then I think, I instantly think about Allen Iverson, and I think about what he did with the, t- with the, and I mean, his Philadelphia team that went to the finals was nowhere near as good, I don't think, as that Boston team. Um, yeah, that was a weird era for basketball. That was, I, I mean, those were some funny looking players, and, but I mean, they did the work. They, they, to me, that was like, I'm not comparing it to, but it seemed like a Jordan-led Bulls team where it was like people who played their position weren't the greatest. You had the Bill Cartwrights, the B.J. Armstrongs. These guys were never going to be stars on any other team. But within that system, 
they did what they had to do. You know, you had Eric Snow, Aaron McKee, guys who could shoot the ball. Dikembe. Dikembe Mutombo, you know. Mutombo, Mutombo, Mutombo. Funny looking Matt Geiger. Like, he, if I saw him on the street, I never thought he'd play basketball, but he was on the court. You know, like, just, just guys, just utility guys that played yeah. the position. So... I'm not, and I think that the Boston Celtics. I can't even Celtics, think of the other good teams in the East. Whatever. I mean, that was the Nets. At that, at that time? It was the Jason Kidd Nets, right? Yeah. Didn't they go to street, three straight finals? Yeah, yeah. Someone was asking me the other day who the Lakers play. I don't know if that was. Somebody was asking me who the Lakers go to finals with. Pistons. The with the Shaq, the Shaq Kobe era. Yeah. Pistons. The Nets. The Nets and the Sixers. Sixers. Yeah. Okay. So that was that. I mean, yeah, that was, you know, Toronto when they had. Vince and they had. Uh, I feel like they never got out of the second round because they always faced um, Philly or New Jersey. I think it's for those two. Like, well, you think of a good team? Were the Pacers still did? No, no, that was something. No, then the Pacers <laughs> played the Lakers. It was the Pacers because it was that was Reggie Miller's only time in the finals, and they got swept four one. That was Lakers. That was Kobe and Shaq Lakers. Reggie Miller made the finals. Yeah, I don't think. I, I mean, maybe he did, but yeah. I don't remember the Pacers being in the final. Yeah, I think so. I could be wrong. It could have been. Those Pacers teams were really good. Yeah, with um, Jalen and all those guys. and They were were balling. Mark Jackson. Yeah. So, let's see. Lakers. Yep. So, it was. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. on. Got to find this out. All right. Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers, New Jersey Nets. And then the Nets went back again against San Antonio. Okay. Then Detroit. San Antonio. I mean, San Antonio was good, too. I mean... Santos pretty good. San Antonio's a good team. San Antonio's got some good teams. So, man, imagine if Kawhi Leonard didn't get hurt in that first game. I still think they would have lost, but it would have been interesting. Yeah, they definitely would have won that first game. I don't, I don't think they had enough. They didn't have enough pieces. I, I think LaMarcus Aldridge was a bust. And I thought LaMarcus Aldridge was a good player at, at one point. but I did too. He seems like, he seems like, he, like a bust. Like, he's, like he doesn't have it no more. Um... What do you think about Kyle Lowry? Like, what, like, like, does he stay in Toronto or does? I does, think they're gonna blow Toronto. Up. They got a good GM, and I think they're gonna blow it up because he knows he can't. He knows he can't get over the hump right now. Yeah. Don't use pain for mediocrity. I don't. I still don't think people want to go play in Toronto. It's gonna be a tough. Well, people love Toronto. Toronto's a great city. I think NBA, NBA players like Toronto. Everything I've heard about. It. You know, I don't know them personally, but yeah. the things I've heard, people seem to really like Toronto. Okay. And you got Drake. Fuck Drake. You can say fuck Drake, but yeah, people like Drake. Drake. Got Drake. NBA players like Drake. Got Drake. What about the hometown boy, Wade? He oh, just stays back. He just stays to get that money? Yeah. Said no one else is giving that money. 25, is he at 25 or something? Yeah. I think there's a small chance he goes back to Miami. Yeah. Maybe fitting. Oh, well, now they have the money because yeah. Bosch is uh, off the books, right? So. Now they got the money at least to take him back and he can retire there. I think Lowry goes to my team, the Bucks. That would be ugly. That would be beautiful. You know what? You know where Lowry, I think, will go? And it's not going to really do anything. I think he can go play with Pop in San Antonio. Mm. And it'll be a nice fit. That'd be good for them. A bunch of weak no, <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? But it'll be a nice, a, a nice fit for them right there is getting Lowry. If they can't get Chris Paul, I think that might be the play. That'd be fun. I'd like that. Yeah. I used to be a Spurs hater, but ever since Tim Duncan retired, I'm a Spurs lover. Damn. No love for Timmy Duncan? None. Damn. It's tough. Man. The best, boringest player of all time. Truth. Truth. All right, man. We got anything else to talk about? 
Want to touch Tiger or let him be? Let him sleep for a little bit. Yeah. Tiger's Tiger, whatever. Let's let Tiger chill. I didn't actually see the video, but I heard the video is kind of like pretty woke. It's sad. I think it's sad. I think. It's, I kind of heard like it was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I have no remorse for Tiger. Damn. No. Damn. I mean, what Tiger do? I don't even understand what Tiger did. I'm just saying. If you're really fucked up, don't drive a car. True. It's not for your own sake. It's for the other people, right? True. True. That's why I have no remorse. So. True. 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 Okay. In England, if you get a DUI, never allowed to drive in England again. Damn. I don't think that's a horrible policy. I know people make mistakes sometimes, but. Gotta get home. You know, if you know that going into it. Yeah, you're probably, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's, it's a rough one. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I, and I know people make mistakes, so it's not like, I'm not trying to condemn anybody, but it's, it's a rough mistake. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel that when you're in Tiger Woods' position, you probably can get a driver to take you. And we live in a world now where there's an Uber. So if you know you popping pills, and it's not agreeing with whatever the fuck you're on. I think you can, you know, hop in an Uber. You got uh, 60 whatever million reasons why uh, you don't have to get behind the wheel. Yeah, and he could. Yeah, you could literally just have a driver live in your house with you, just live in the garage. Right. You know? right. You can pay someone to go do that. Right. As well as somebody that can, you know, like watch after you when you're cheating on your wife with other. Mm -hmm. you, could, you could probably take care of that as well. So. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I, I definitely. Don't watch for Tiger. I wish he played golf again, because I liked watching him golf. I, def I definitely agree with you. Definitely agree. But uh, yeah, now he's really not a golfer anymore. He's just a guy. So. That's it. Dude, I mean, that's hard for him, though, man. It's gotta be so hard. I mean, you, you know, to me, that at that point, it's kind of like, can you give back? Can you do? Can you can you teach the next Tiger Woods how to be great? I think that's always the problem with me with these guys that get in these positions. It's, you never want to give lane to the next person. You, you got, you know, and I was watching something actually this morning where it was like, you know, being a genius is focusing in on one thing and just doing that your entire life, you know, and Tiger is just, you know, was crazy with the golf and that was all he did and that was his entire life. And maybe that's some of the reasons why when temptation rose, he didn't know how to handle it because all he knew was golf, 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 and he sure. doesn't have golf anymore. But I think the way to get out of that, you know, and I could be wrong, but my thought is the way to get out of that is to pass it on. You were given a gift. You know, there's another, there's another kid out there somewhere that needs some guidance. Give it, give it away. Help out. Yeah, I don't know. I, what you say is nice. And, you know, I just, those people, I don't think they're wired like that at all. Right. I mean, I just, I just don't think that's... I don't think they can. I know it sounds weird, but it's like, how does Tiger Woods go mentor somebody? Uh, easy. I mean, what he does is he throws money into charity. You know, like, that's how he does his part. Right. No. Well, right. That's all. You want to talk about the uh, ESPN famous, most famous people list? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's an interesting, interesting list. Tons of soccer players on there. Yeah. Tiger is top ten. You know. 
bad hairline and all, he's in the top ten, man. Fuck it, he made it. Uh, he's famous. Who, su- who surprised you? Who, who was a surprise for you on this list? In the top ten? Or yeah, just let's in, say the top ten. I don't really look right. for the best. Okay. Phil Mickelson. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Mickelson number five. Like, I like Phil. Mi- no, I don't really. I don't care about Phil Mickelson. I think Ernie's kind of a D back, but whatever. I feel like he hasn't been golf, good in golf in five years, and he's only good for like a couple of years. I don't know. I don't know why he's famous. Me either. Well, he's the only. He's the only American. Well, no, because like you got Spieth and all those guys, right? Those yeah. guys are they're supposed to be good, right? Yeah, like he hasn't been good in a long time. I think Mickelson is like the Mickelson is like the Trump of this. You know, it's like it's it's the old white man's last stand. You know what I mean? And this is the last. This is the last play of the old white guy out here doing. The good old, the but good he's old not guy. the old white guy. Like old white guys hated this guy because he was such a like maverick and shit. Like mm. I don't know. I have no idea. That was a weird one to me. Yeah. Uh, how about Fifty you? million in endorsements. Ooh. Um, out of the top ten. Yeah. Um, can I get back? Uh, I don't know if I was surprised so much as um. Let's see. Who did I think surprised me? Ronaldo. Uh, maybe it was the, the Nadal kid. Maybe Nadal coming in at nine, I guess. I thought he kind of fell off. I thought... I mean, Federer's fallen off more than he has. Yeah, but Federer's got so much so much endorsements, man. He's been doing it for so long. Look at Nadal. His endorsements, I bet you, are probably very close. Thanks. Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, Nandal's actually going to win the French Open again this year. So he's going to win a golf tournament. Eh. So. 32 million. I just, just, you know, when I saw it, I was just kind of bugged out. I guess, I guess also what bugged me out was your boy Tom Brady was 21. I hate Tom Brady. I feel like he's, <laughs> feel like, he's like the god of the universe, you know what I mean? And he, sure. I did see uh, there's a couple cricket guys in the top 20. Yeah. Good for those guys. <laughs> you ever go to a cricket match? Uh, no, nah, I mean, no, not really. I went to one, I was studying in New Zealand, and cricket goes to like, last all day. And they literally play like, essentially a series. It's like a three-day, and uh, I had a blast. Nice. Cricket's a fun game to like, mess around with. It's like the fun parts of baseball. Okay. Um... If you ever see like a bunch of Indian dudes playing cricket in the park, yeah, go like play with them one day. They'll okay. teach you. They'll share. They it's fun. My grandfather, my grandfather. So I'm, I'm, you know, I got the Jamaican background, and my grandfather used to have a cricket field in front of his house in New York State. Huh. And he'd have a bunch of guys actually from Canada and different New Jersey come up and play. I was young, so I never paid attention to the game itself, but I knew it was like an all night party of drinking and food and cricket. Yeah. So it seemed fun. It was, I never understood it. It's cool though. Check it out. I'm surprised that Derek Rose is 33 on this list. Yeah, that really surprised me too. That he's still there, but you know, I guess it wasn't too long that he was like, you know, he was a popular guy, and then you know, once you uh, you get hurt, people don't like you no more. I guess. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why people don't like Derek Rose. You know that. I know you're just, <laughs> you just baiting me right now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, anybody. I know you didn't really check it out. It's an interesting list. There's not a lot of baseball players. 
That was something that I thought was 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 also pretty interesting. Oh, that's like I'm just glancing over the list over your shoulder now. Sixty eight soccer player named Bastian Schweinsteiger. He actually just uh, signed with the Chicago Fire. Nice. And actually, another soccer player was on this. Like, Kaká was like fifteen or something. Okay. Eighteen. He plays in the MLS too, which is interesting. Mm, got a lot of guys coming over. Yeah. Well, what happens is at the end of their career, they come over and they get their last payday here. Okay. So they play in the big leagues. And once they're no good, it's like when our basketball players go play in like Russia, right? right. Or China, actually, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and this is the China for them right now. Okay. Fortunately. But why is it that Why is it that soccer just can't catch here? Well, it's, I know so many people play college, high school. So what? why do you feel like there's a disconnect with pro teams and things like that? Because we can watch the best soccer. It's just as easy to watch an MLS game as it is to watch a EPL game, an English Premier League game, or a, or a Bundesliga game. Or like the Champions League was just as big. It did fantastic on TV. Um, final. And so it's just as easy for the fan to watch those. And it's like the reason why we don't watch the, the, the D League, right? Because we have the NBA. Right. And so soccer's not as good here. It's just not. The best players go play there because that's where you get better. Right. It's unfortunate, but um, and so for soccer, people care more about it. They have to be better, and the way you get better is from age twelve. Those guys are signed to contracts. Yeah. Hmm. They play for you know if you play for Barcelona, the Barcelona junior team, you're there from maybe even earlier. You know, mm. you're in that system every day. You go play soccer with them. They teach you how to play. They teach you, you know, playing everyday thing. It's not like, oh, we go, you know, play every day for three months. You know, like a school season or something. Then we go play football for, you know, no, it's just that's what you do. And they have school, you know, they do all that stuff. And they bring kids from all over the world to come try these things too. Wow. So it, it's just a we don't have that kind of commitment to the sport here. What happened to uh, Freddie Adu? I remember him. I I played against Freddie Adu. Oh yeah, yeah. Was he was he good? Yes. It's like when you're playing sports, right? Everyone seems like they're going a million miles an hour, and the one guy seems like he's going really slow, but he's just burning everybody, and they're all just moving around. That's what Freddie Adu was like. <laughs> like it seemed like everything was happening around him, and he was just going boop boop boop, and like it seemed like he was playing in slow motion, mm. but in a good way. Like he just had control over everything, you know. Like, wow. But. I think what happened with him was he wasn't really like 12 when they thought he was 12. Oh, okay. And so, like, if you have someone with this bone structure at the 12, by the time they're 18, they should be. And he never got bigger. Right. So. Wow. That's all. Cool. All right, man. This is episode two. I think uh, next episode we talk about the big three. I'm with it. I'm real. Peace. Later.